Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Good morning, world. It is another episode of the Smith and Rowland Unplugged Edition, where today the roles are, have been reversed. Jeff That's Rowland right. is now the special guest, and Alan Smith right. is the one hosting. That's exactly right. And I'd like to introduce our special guest, the one and the only and the famous, I might add, Jeff Rowland. That's me. I will <laughs> take everyone in Thomas. Yes, everyone of them. Just everyone. Well, I made him up. I made him up. Don't get too happy. I made him up. You did up. a good job. Yeah. Right. I, I like living in make-believe sometimes. I do, too. I, this is a new world, as Oliver Anthony said. Uh, it's a new world. That's exactly it's a new right. world. What's going well, on today, you, mister? I'm I'll out here on the is. tractor, and you're going to have to tell us what we're talking about. Now, of course, I have an infinite amount of wisdom understanding in my brain. Yes. Uh, so it, I have a, a great value uh, volume of valuable information. <laughs> so you go right ahead. I run, run across an article this morning, and it reminded me of a passage of scripture that is, in my opinion, the most paramount passage in all of the Bible to prove the accuracy and the divine authorship of the Word of God. But oh. it's also timely for us today. I want to read this passage from Daniel 9, 25 through 27. And then gotcha. I'm going to, I want to read this article. But here's what the Word of God says. You're familiar with the passage, Alan. It says this, Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the Prince, shall be seven weeks and right. three score and two weeks. The street right. shall be built again in the wall, even in troublous times. Uh-huh. And then it goes on to say, and after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. Right. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. Correct. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. Now, I want to just stop there. I want to pause there. The accuracy of Daniel's prophecy, to me, is a proof of the divine authorship of the Word of God. Uh, He talks about seven weeks. We know that is 49 years from the going forth of that commandment to the rebuilding of the walls. And it was exactly that much time when the walls were rebuilt. Then he said 62 more weeks, that times, of course, seven, uh, meaning years till the Messiah was cut off. And it was exactly that amount of time when Jesus rode into Jerusalem and was betrayed and crucified. And now we're in that break between the 69th week and the 70th week. And that 70th week is defined by a confirming of a covenant with many, not with all, but with many for one week. Well, there's an article that came up on Prophecy News this morning. It says this, peace covenant that could shock the world coming soon. Wow. And let me just read a little bit of this article, and then, and then we'll, uh, I want to get your take on it. It says, will a peace covenant soon be announced that will permanently alter world history in a major way? For months, Israel and Saudi Arabia have been quietly negotiating a deal that would normalize relations between the two nations. But they aren't the only parties involved. Israel and Saudi Arabia both want formal security agreements with the United States as part of any agreement. Wow. Alan, Alan, we've heard tell of these covenants being talked about before. And here we are really 
at the end of the age, the end of our age. And the reason we're hearing talks of these covenants between Israel and basically the enemies of Israel, this article will go on to talk about how the Palestinians are involved in this. It makes us wonder just how close we are to the return of Christ. And this is the pivotal thing that I wanted you to respond to. Most people have in their mind that the rapture of the church, those that are pre-trib rapture believers, most people have in mind that the rapture of the church begins the tribulation period, but it doesn't. That's nowhere found in Scripture. What we do know begins the tribulation period is the signing of this covenant. This covenant will be signed for, according to Daniel, for one week or a period of seven years. We know that Daniel was accurate with the first two in that prophecy. No reason to think he wouldn't be accurate with the third element of that prophecy from Daniel 9. So that leads me to the question, just how close are we to the return of Christ if we're hearing these rumblings of a covenant being signed with Israel and, and other nations? Yeah, yeah. Well, you and I, we know, there's a certain amount that we know and there's a certain amount we don't know. There's signs of his coming. And then Jesus says, when you see wars and rumors of wars, he goes on to say the end is not yet. So we have signs that point to the end, but then we have signs that says not quite yet. You right, know, you know, yeah. you know, people tend to say signs are plus or minus or go or stop, but we have signs that are showing us signs of the end. And then we have signs that says, well, not quite yet. So what that tells us is these signs have probably been with us, some of them, for 2,000 years, Jeff. Oh, they have. And then we got some when a sign says, we, you and I know that the signing of this treaty is then the beginning of, if you have this peace agreement, (laughs) we know what that sign is. And then you'll have, it goes into abomination of, desolation and abomination of the sanctuary, which I do believe that the rapture of the church takes place before that. So anyway, try to answer that question that you asked somewhat. I believe that we are definitely close to or seeing signs of the end, but it's not quite yet. Right. Yeah. Here's something that's always intrigued me. Paul writes that the man of sin or the mystery of iniquity what we know as the Antichrist is being restrained right now by the Holy Spirit. Right. And Daniel's prophecy says, he shall confirm the covenant with many. What I see in this article and articles like that is these are, I think, signs leading up to this person of the Antichrist being revealed. In my understanding of Scripture, it will be the Antichrist himself who will usher in this covenant with many and with Israel for a period of seven years. So here's the thing that I guess there's just so many dots out there. If you start connecting them, what we're seeing in our world today is a vacuum of leadership. And because of that vacuum of leadership taking place in the political system, that makes room for a leader to emerge that could be that person of the Antichrist. You and I both, I think, would agree that the Antichrist is walking on the earth now. I believe he's here without any doubt and have other feelings even about that. I think he's actually been walking on the earth since Acts chapter one. But 
I do believe he's here and ready to fill that spot. When Jesus said, you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars, but this is not the end yet. You know, the Lord was talking at that point about, I believe, his second coming or that that time in Revelation 19 when he comes down and judges the nations. The rapture of the church actually releases, if you will, the ability for the Antichrist to fill this void of leadership that the entire world is experiencing. Well, everything that's happening, Jeff, is really... These signs are really signs unto a second coming. All of them really are. Yes. There's not any signs necessary for the rapture of the church. That's right. Absolutely. The rapture, look up for your redemption draws nigh. The rapture of the church can happen in any moment. Yes. So we're not waiting on signs, but this we do know. The rapture of the church takes place before the second coming. So therefore, we're judging, if you will, the rapture of the church since it's pre second coming we're having all of these signs of the second coming so that lets us know the rapture has to be right upon us yes it has to be exactly and that leads me to a place i'm not sure we'll have time to do all of this out but it leads me to something that was in my mind yesterday and we've talked about a little bit and i know you're going through a teaching the four horsemen i think is where you're at Correct. Now, and I, you're I teaching am. at new life this sunday unless the lord changes my mind i'm going to be dealing with the four horsemen Because of this particular thought, if you look at the four horsemen and all that is that unfolds from those first four seals, then basically what you have is Satan systematically destroying man's confidence in the institutions that man has placed confidence in. That's right. That's right. And that's our great disappointment. That we're yes. living in today, don't you think? That's what it's exactly yeah. what we're seeing all over the earth. All yeah. of those things we're seeing them right now, all over the earth. That first seal is man's dis- it's the destruction of man's confidence in governments and the political system. That's right. how the Antichrist comes into power. That second seal is released and peace is taken from the earth. We hear of wars. We're experiencing wars on the earth right now. And it's even more than that. That second seal is a release, I believe, of violent crime on the earth or lawlessness on the earth. And that destroys man's confidence, not just in the military, but in law and order itself. And that's what's happening, you know, on the streets. We just had an upheaval in the streets of Philadelphia last week. And on and on, we hear these. Matter of fact, a congressman just got carjacked the other night and yeah that happened to a congressman in washington dc so we see this lawlessness abounding is what i'm saying man's confidence in police and law and order is part of that second seal then you have the third seal and that's that is the destruction of man's confidence in the economic system right exactly the money system and then the fourth seal that is the destruction of man's confidence in the medical system That's right. And and we're there. So I guess what I'm saying is, is everything that we're seeing unfold doesn't lead us to the rapture. It leads us to the second coming of Christ in Revelation 19. And the rapture takes place, according to Daniel 9, it would take place at the very least seven years prior. That's right. That's right. So when we say, when me and you say it's later than we think, 
I think it's much, much later. It's than much, we think. much later. It is much, much later than we think. That's right, because all of these things, all of the events we're seeing is leading us to that. We was talking about something this morning, Alan. Can I take a yeah. minute here? And we was talking about something that intrigues me. Most people would think that what we just said is a, a negative or it's something right. that is depressing or discouraging. Can I tell you, it's only depressing and discouraging if your vision is all about this earth and this life. That's right. That's but exactly if right. your vision, if your life is really hitting Christ, then can I tell you, these things are not negative. They're positives. That's right. Because it makes me believe. Now that's hard. That's hard for people to, it's hard to comprehend. That, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I just want to point out that just for the sake of consideration, that October the 6th began the Feast of Trumpets in Israel. And can I tell you that every time we roll around to the Feast of Trumpets, I get a little excited. I'm not saying that the Lord <laughs> Jesus is going to turn on that time. But yeah, but Paul it's say, trumpet. <laughs> yeah, Paul did say at the last trump, and uh, you know, so I, I'm just, I'm just praying. And that wasn't that, that wasn't Donald Trump. I don't think. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Now, but, some but people I, believe it is, but I, I don't. Yeah, I, well, you can't say. Yeah, no man knows the day nor the hour. But I just get a little <laughs> right. suspicious every time it rolls around. I, 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 I get, I get excited during this time of the year because this could be the last Trump and the, and the yeah, Lord Jesus yeah. return in the middle of the air. I'm that just saying that, 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 that to think about. It really is, and some people would think that's you know you shouldn't you shouldn't be you know putting so much emphasis on a time like that. But can I tell you? I look for his return every day the same way. So I say well, uh, that yeah. because we're supposed to. Well, there's a, you know, Jeff, I've lived in, you know, of course I'm older now, but I've lived in younger years. And I understand living most of your life for this life, but just as sure as, and you know, a lot of people get disappointed with God at the time of death with loved ones or whatever. Right. Saying, yeah. And I understand people get disappointed and, and all of this, but you made a comment also this morning, we were talking and it's just that, and I forget how you framed it, but you said that death was uh, pretty consistent or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, got a pretty good track record. It's got a pretty uh, good track record. It's yeah. always been among us. And then yeah. when it happens, we act surprised. And as a Christian, we should be taken away the element of surprise yes absolutely if you can hear what i'm saying there or trying to say and as a christian we already say acknowledge every day we get up that this life has an end and that is the reason we are prepared or preparing for the crossing over into the expression of eternal life and we live unto that every day that's one thing that keeps me perhaps of putting too much enjoyment in the things that are here. I'm not saying we can't enjoy them, but my thoughts and my spirit, man, is now you, you let me see somebody get born again. I watched a guy last night, Jeff, a big old burly guy. Now we're talking about a man's man here. Yeah. And he, and he was a Navy SEAL and he'd gotten born again about three or four months beforehand. And he was saying how y'all don't understand what it feels like to be washed of sin. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Yeah, he was just right. balling, yeah. just a cry. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "You don't understand how many people I've killed." Yeah, and he said, yeah. "I," he said, "Now I, d- I did not kill anybody 
that I wasn't instructed to protect our country over. Yeah, and he right. said, so I did all of that out of obedience of what I was called to do. But he said, if you kill people or, or somebody, you still have this thing on you. And he said, I knew I would have to be a big enough man to carry that the rest of my life. But he said, you know what? I came to Jesus and all of wow. that was lifted off of me. Wow. And he just, <laughs> he just bawled. Yeah. He just bawled. He said it brought a new meaning to me protecting our country and our families. Yeah. He said, but I had no idea. He said, I thought that was my burden to bear. But yeah. He said, I can't believe it. He said, y'all don't understand. I know that I am a forgiven man. Yeah, and but he just, yeah, that's what's and he, important. And I just bawled. I mean, I just, now that right there, Jeff, will get me pumped. Well, sure. Absolutely. It a will. new house or a new boat or a new car. Oh, I'm driving a pickup truck right now, over 300, 350,000 miles on it. And I have yeah. people all the time telling me, say, Alan, you need to get a new truck. And they're right. I do. It's got a lot of issues. But I just like I ain't got time to go get no truck. Well, it's not that it, big of a deal. No, in it ain't that of, in it ain't, I mean, it's still getting me there and back. And I'm, I'm totally content because it just don't make that much difference. That, yeah. But I'll tell you right now, I watched that Navy SEAL there last night. And I bawled my eyes out. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I was so that, happy right. that yeah. I have sold out to such a gospel. I'm so happy. Yeah, that the big old dummy me uh, sold right. out to that gospel of Christ. And the older I get, the more excited I'm getting. But then yeah. again, I understand death. We, we're sad when our, our loved ones leave. But listen, they're more alive now. We're about half dead all the time now. You wait yeah. till that day comes. You hey, wait listen, till this, come on right. now. We shouldn't be celebrating death. We should be celebrating life. That's exactly right. And that's rejoicing right. over the fact that a mortal has been swallowed up by immortality. Corruption that's right. That's has been right. swallowed up of incorruption. And our faith becomes sight. I, I thought that was the key to this thing. And uh, Well, and, and that uh, Navy SEAL, he said, y'all don't understand. I'm going to, everybody's <laughs> going to meet God. And when I meet yeah. God, I'm meeting him clean. You yeah. don't understand why. <laughs> yeah, I thank God for his grace. Amen. Yeah, boy. That's right. And that that's jacked me up. I get excited over that. Yeah, boy. I can get excited over that. Now, I'll tell yeah. you right now, that'll do yeah. something. I mean, I'll sell the whole farm for that one for sure. And Absolutely. call me. <laughs> I meet up with it's all I can tell you. Yes, sir. That's right. That's exactly right. But that's but why understand. we get excited about these end times, Alan, is because our redemption is drawing nigh. It and really is, Jeff. It is. Yeah, boy. And, I, and thank and, God for that. I'm, I'm glad. And I know people think me and you talk about it too much. And there's preachers out there to preach, you know, to your personal needs and stuff. And that just don't seem to be what we and you're called to. No, I, uh, no. I, I, I talked to a preacher, a preacher the other day, and he, he's rough as a cob and got into good church. I mean, he'd tackle hell with a water pistol with no water. He just people born again, he'll bawl like a baby. And yeah. I asked him, I said, well, who, who takes care of the counseling in your church? And he said, YouTube. I said, what? <laughs> he said, I give him YouTube things according to the problem. I tell him, go watch this preacher. He said, listen. They ain't no need me trying to do all that. He said, I don't have the gift for that. But he said, now yeah. there's preachers that do. Yeah, he, right, said, right. he said, I wouldn't do nothing but mess somebody up. He said, 
He Pleasure said, I Lord. learned to do what I can do and do it well. And he said, I'm going to do it full bore. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to, and I'm going to recognize others that have. So, but I thought that was a good point. I mean, That's at first exactly it kind of, right. kind of set me back just to shade there at first, but I got to thinking yeah. about that thing. I thought, well, you know what? If technology's yeah, right. worth something, that's right. And and he knows what his lane is, so to speak. You heard that terminology. I never did really yep. like it in there. I just used yep. it. But he yep. sort of knows where he's at. I thought, well, you know what? I, Of course, maybe it takes the personal thing out of it, but the only one needs to be personal with is God, is Christ. That's exactly right. Yeah. Hey, I believe God's called us to do what we can do and leave what we can't do to somebody that can do it. That's exactly right. Because, boy, you're talking about a mess. Yeah, boy, I that's mean, right. Could you imagine you counseling somebody? I mean, just think about it there. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to get off topic here, but I mean, think about it. You don't have to think about it. I tried it one time, and I I used to do that, and I've had to apologize to everybody that counseled. And I'll I'll tell you something worse than than that. Then I come along behind you. And try to straighten out all them people you counsel. And just bless their heart. <laughs> yeah, just bless I know. their heart. We and finally, finally the good Lord finally the good Lord just said, Oh, I gotta scatter these boys a little yeah. while. They're gonna mess up the whole world. <laughs> That's right. World. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we've been called to this gospel of grace. And I'm to me, if you sell out to it, then it puts a different perspective and spin on things. And you can see the world going topsy turvy causes me to rejoice because I know That's our kingdom right. is coming. And that's so right. I'm, I'm that's thankful exactly for right. that. I praise the Lord for that. Well, listen, now we've run out of time today. Okay, buddy. But, that sounds uh, good. We'll pick up again tomorrow. Sounds good. Okay, buddy. Okay. God bless. Thank you for joining today's Smith and Rowland show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowlandshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.